Hello everyone. Welcome to the Bookish podcast by Oh My Book. I'm so happy you're here today. This is episode 5 and I am very excited because this is my second time hosting an author interview. Today I have here with me the lovely Kathleen Moss. Kathleen Moss is the author of six women's fiction and romance novels. She is a writer turned stay-at-home mom turned author and currently resides in the Pacific Northwest. You can find her on Instagram as Kathleen Moss author. So hello ma'am welcome to the bookish podcast thank you for joining me today how are you doing I'm doing great thank you so much for having me In this interview I'm going to do two things simultaneously I'm going to ask questions as well as give sneak peeks into the book so hang on to the end because you will have all the reasons why you need to read this book Okay so my first question for you is what kind of books do you write some listeners here might not know about you So can you tell us about the main themes you write about and one of the things i found out about you was that uh, you write sad books is that true Yeah so my books are most of them would be considered more women's fiction because there's not always a happily ever after there's always a romantic theme to them um but i write very realistic books that i want women to see themselves in so that means really flawed characters not always making the best choices um and then i like to thread in some redemption into that you first um which is my sixth book it is the truest romance it's more of a romantic comedy and it follows you know more of that romantic formula um but yes i i write books for women um and i i love i love adding romance into it Yes so you first is what we are going to discuss today and i'm so excited because it's a great rom-com it's a wonderful book and i'll just introduce yeah. the book to people with the tropes so it's a second chance romance mm-hmm. uh, it has a brother's best friend trope there's forced proximity there's friends to lovers and there's one scene where it's just one bed <laughs> and the cover <laughs> is just so cute and i love cartoonish covers so that was the I just went in like yes I want an arc of this book because this has a cartoonish cover. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh one more thing I want to ask is so for everyone listening here uh, is it available to pre-order can people pre-order the book right now? Yes, yeah, so it's available for pre-order on Kindle if you want a paperback copy it's not ready yet unfortunately um as an independent author I can't do pre-orders for paperbacks but yes. May 30th it will be available for paperbacks. amazing so may 30 everybody be ready and yes. the next question is why do you think second chance romances have suddenly become so popular because uh, these days if you see everyone is talking about second chance romances and this time even i am very uh, interested in second chance romances could you give us a few reasons like why second chance romances are becoming so popular um I think there's several reasons. I do think sometimes it comes from a personal place. The reader even if they're not thinking of a specific person, they're thinking of a specific choice or something that happened in their past and it makes you wonder, what if I did this differently? Would this have turned out differently? Um so I think sometimes that like the second chance um because we're not really afforded many second chances in life. So mm-hmm. I think reading about it is is always fun but i also think it's popular especially in romance because of the angst there's so <laughs> much tension because you know going into the book that there is um this chemistry there is this history between these two people 
And so when, when that's a story, people are just drawn to that because it becomes that will they or won't they forgive each other? Will they or won't they work it out? Um, and so that's always fun to follow in a book. Yes, that mystery part is also there. Too. What will happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice to hear. And uh, so now I will just read the dedication of the book to, mm-hmm. you know, pull people in a little. I just want to make them understand why reading this book is necessary. It's very important. So, okay, here's the dedication, everyone. For the people that jump headfirst into love after having their hearts broken, the believers in second chances and the lovers that no longer have to wonder what if it was us. So that is so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, I really love it. Yes. Yes. So many readers are very interested in, in knowing how much spice is there in the book. And I saw one of your reels where you said this book has more spice than uh, the other ones you've written. So would you yes. elaborate a little on that so that our readers know how much spice they can expect? Yeah. So, you know, I feel like spice levels are always hard because um, everybody has their own scale, right? So for people that have read my other books, this one is a lot spicier because my other ones are very close store. There's that tension and that buildup and then fade to black. Um, <laughs> this one, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not... I would say it's spicier than like a Colleen Hoover book, but not as spicy as like a Sarah Kate, you know? So I've had people say three, like three peppers, you know, and I've had people say two. I think I'm more around the two range. Um, so it's explicit and that you are in the, you're, you get to hear their intimate moments together. Um, but I feel like it's still, um, subdued in that you are the focus on those scenes is the emotional connection while they are having a physical connection so, yes hope, does that work I hope that answers the question that is the hardest question <laughs> <laughs> that I uh I really like the spice part of the book also because it was quite like uh when you have this friendship vibe and that also mm-hmm. goes with it okay so I yeah going to they, go they, the they kind of they joke around a little bit while they're yeah you know they're playful <laughs> yes it's very playful spicy little connections yes. yeah yes <laughs> yeah okay so now i'm going to read the first line of the book again i'm just going to push people here go read this <laughs> okay. yes so the first line of the book is bridal showers are crazy now i love the wedding vibe of this book because i have never not been to a wedding since so long i'm i'm mm-hmm. dying i want someone to get married but no one is getting married and <laughs> i want to go for a wedding but there's no one marrying so i am coping with uh, books which have wedding vibes so this one was a really good one for me because it spanned uh, around one week uh, the duration of one week and it go- starts on a Tuesday and I think it ends also on a Tuesday so I want to ask you this the chapter names are also the days of the week so that's mm-hmm. something unusual and different but it is very interesting what gave you this idea to uh, write it in this way like ma- make the whole book uh, around just one week um, so, I mean, that's part of that is a strategy, you know, the shorter amount of time in a book is, um, the more tension and angst that you're going to feel right. because they, it's constant, you know, it's this right. in your face moment. Um, and I also think because of their situation where they hadn't seen each other in a very long time for long periods of time, um, it kind of forced them to talk more um, than surface level conversation. Um, and then 
as far as it um, being just a, a week, I think, um, you know, with weddings, we are that first, that week before a wedding is crazy, like for everybody, you know, mm. it, it, that's involved. And so I think that's relatable in a way that if you've ever been in a wedding, um, you know that like that's your focus, that's your whole life for the week. And it's exhausting and hilarious. And um, yeah, so I just, I, I felt like putting them in that short amount of time really um, forced them to talk to each other. Correct, correct, correct. And but it makes it even more challenging to bring mm-hmm. everything together in just a week because so many things happen in that one week. Uh, and there's so much of chaos, yet it's fun mm-hmm. to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So one thing I want to ask you is, do you think both of these characters are uh, entirely opposites or are they similar in a way, in any way? Uh, are they similar or is this like an opposite attract situation what do you think this is yeah you know I I go back and forth because I think in some ways they are opposite um she is she's this she's very accommodating she bottles things up she is very polite you know she's Mm -hmm. very patient I mean we saw the way she behaved with her ex-boyfriend and um and he's He's quiet. Like mm-hmm. if you notice him in public when he's not just with her, he is very quiet and he's paying attention to what's happening. Um, and he he does have a little bit more of an angry streak, not crazy, but a little bit more angry, yes, like yes. kind of wanting to shake her. Like, why mm-hmm. aren't you mad, Genevieve? And um, so I feel like in certain ways they're different, but I do think they're very similar in that they're both very stubborn. <laughs> and I think that is also a huge their stubbornness is a huge role in their tension because they neither one of them for years have wanted to talk about what happened and what went wrong. So um, yeah, they're, they're similar, but I would say they're mo- they're mostly opposite. Yeah. yeah. They connect through some things and then they fight on the other things. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> they're constantly fighting with each other, yes. but it's fun to read. Their banter is one of the best things in the book. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so now I'll uh, quickly uh, talk about a small scene, a cute scene. So this happens when both of them are asking each other, have you ever been in love? And mm-hmm. he says, he nods and he says once. So mm-hmm. now this is one of my favorite scenes because we know who that person is. But yeah. you know, there is still suspense there. And okay, so everyone listening, now you have one more scene to uh, that you know about and you must read this book. I'm just going yes. to force y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So one, my next question. Oh, I'm going so fast. I'm so in no, this hyperactive mode. <laughs> I'll just slow you're down good. a little. <laughs> you're, you're doing great. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so uh, one thing I want to ask you is, what was the best part about writing this book? Was there any favorite moment or any time frame or anything like that that was your favorite or the best thing that happened while writing this book oh my favorite you know some of my favorite scenes to write were in the beginning in the first half where he he keeps walking her home I don't feel like this is like a spoiler um, but he keeps walking her home she lives in Seattle and I feel like that gentleman comes out and that chivalry of I'm going to take care of you, even if you don't want me to. And she's capable. She's independent. She's like, I, 
I live downtown by myself. I don't need a man. I'm fine walking, but he just cares about her. And um, I think in their walks home, that's where they really start to just, I mean, they, they banter and they bicker a little bit, but they also, that's where they start opening up to each other. And that's kind of how they grow to this level of being com- comfortable enough to discuss what happened back in high school. Yes. And so I loved write, writing their walks home just because I, I think so much happened in those, those short oh, yes. periods. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was my next thing to talk about. That That's my favorite scene. He walks her home. Whenever he asks, I used to paint. Because <laughs> it was so cute. That yeah. my, that's the best thing in the book. He always asks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> one more. I just had this question in mind and now I'm blank. Oh my God. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the thing. You have been writing, as you said, uh, some kind of sad books till now. What? Why did you decide to go to a suddenly a rom com? Uh, what made you do that? Um. Well, I think I when I'm writing, I really become a part of the story, and I really like try to get inside the heads of my characters. And after a while, doing really sad, hard hitting books, it's really like emotionally exhausting. And I think. It's funny too, because in real life, I am kind of a goofball. I I am not a very serious person. And I was like, you know what? I just, I want to write something light and fun. And it, originally it was going to just be a short story. Um, but then I was just writing and writing and I kind of looked at, at my word count and realized I had written half a book. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I just kept rolling with it. And I had so much fun with these characters. Like they were a blast to to write and just be in their heads for a year. It was great. Yeah, Th- that's awesome. I love that. I am not a person who reads a lot of sad books, but mm-hmm. uh, there there is, a, a, you know, a little shade of sadness even in this book with whatever happened in the past and everything. So that that amount is fine for me. I usually yeah. go for more happier and, you know, mm-hmm. smiley, smiley books and uh, a yeah. lot of rom-coms. So this yeah. was definitely great. And I actually, I am interested right now to read your sad books <laughs> because yeah. I really <laughs> like the way you write. So oh, I'm really good. interested for that. Oh, okay. good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And I have one question which is very personal to me and I'm always wondering about this. Why mm. do you think girls are obsessed with romance novels and why do they read so much of romance because uh it's not mm-hmm. it's not like boys don't read or anything like that but i think mm-hmm. girls are so into it like they they go yeah. crazy about it and we are like <laughs> yeah so i thought it's best to ask an author about this so i want to ask you this right well i think human nature at our core we all desire partnership and companionship and um you know women tend to connect more emotionally um mm-hmm. with any with our friends with our you know spouses our partners we we need that we thrive off of emotional connection and we know not all men but some men don't that's not the fir- you know that's not exactly where they're um going or that's not how they start out and i think for women it goes back to that desire of wanting to feel this emotional connection with um, between two people and romance novels do that, you know, because you get the buildup, you get the relationship, you get that 
that connection. And I think that's just what it goes down to is needing that emotional connection and just enjoying um, watching it unfold, even if it's fictional. Um, And then I know personally for me, like I am a romantic at heart. I can romanticize anything, you know? So for me, I love love. I love love. And I love love stories, um, even when they're a little messy and flawed. So um, yeah, I I think that's, it's just kind of that human nature and, and women and women in particular too. So the perfect answer i'm yeah. amazed <laughs> yes. you speak so well i'm just oh, thank amazed you. oh thank you so much like do you think a third act breakup is is necessary for a romance novel to go well or is it fine if we can do without it because for many people it breaks their hearts badly but mm. it does sometimes add a little bit of reality also like breakups can happen so yeah. uh, what is your opinion on that um, I, I don't mind a third act breakup. I understand why people don't love it, but I also understand why it's in there. Um, for most books, I mean, this one, they don't really have a third act breakup, but that was their story. I, I mean, I won't give anything away, but the will they or won't they at the end doesn't really have to do with them breaking up or not. It's some, a different circumstance. Um, but I, I get why, it happens in other books because that is real life. Sometimes you, you connect with this person, you start this relationship and then you get mad at each other and you fight. And that's very normal. Like, I mean, I've been married 15 years. I still get in arguments with my husband, you know? And so fighting, um, especially if a relationship is new often will lead to a breakup, you know? And I think, um, it's a great tool. Sometimes it's very unnecessary. Um, so I, 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 Applaud authors that don't always use it, but um, I don't mind it. I think, I think sometimes it needs to be in there because I think characters often need to lose the one that they love in order to realize, like, I'm not doing that again. I mm. need this person in my life. Yes, yes, yes. That's really nice. Uh, you you framed it really well. And uh, okay, so what I want to ask you next is. Uh, do you think Leonardo is a green flag? Because what he did in the past was not exactly good, but he had his reasons for it. Mm-hmm. So I won't call him a red flag, but then is he entirely a green flag? Is anybody entirely a green flag? I mean, I oh, mean everybody, true, true, even, true. Right? We all have a little bit of a red flag in us. Yes. I think... Um, you know, without giving anything away, when you, if you just isolate what he did, he doesn't look like a very nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, he was 18 years old, you know, and mm-hmm. boys are pretty stupid <laughs> when they're in high school. And um, so I think, I, so I think he's grown up a lot now. He's yes. in his late 20s and he's realizing the mistakes he made and he's trying to be better and do better. And to me, that is the greenest of all the flags of Correct. someone that can grow. Thanks. Yeah, someone that can grow and say, I need you to forgive me. I, I'm sorry. Um, Because I think he was he was humbled and he, he loves her, you know? And so I think you... Um, you can have red flags, but as long as you're like working to be better and like make some changes, I think makes him a green flag. Yes. No red flags anymore. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. We, we love the groveling part where they are like, 
Yes, I love that. Yes, (laughs) I agree. I agree. I love when they grovel. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Do you have anything else to say about this book? Uh, Anything that is coming in your mind right now? Uh, About this book? I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's a great summer read. If you're looking for something that's quick and fun and light, but still has like that depth um, and that maturity in it, then I think that this is the book for you. And I hope that everyone reads it and enjoys it. And yes, I had a blast writing it. So I hope that comes off on the pages. Yes, it's a wonderful book because I get the perf- I got the perfect amount of comedy. I got the perfect amount of romantic, uh, romantic stuff, and I really enjoyed both of the main characters. They were amazing. It's okay. it's not the usual thing you get where there's a really bad boy and then there's a very simple normal girl. And yeah, it's, it was not like that. It was a more mm-hmm. little more realistic. The characters were uh, more. Uh, what do you say more deeper and yeah Mm -hmm. that was quite cool to read about so yes my next question is what what are your plans for the future what what other books are you brewing up yeah so my next two books are definitely more true romance um I am hoping to have a Christmas book out. I am almost done with it um and it, it is um there is a the same kind of uh, thread of, you know, that deeper emotional tie, but, but beyond that, you know, funny and light, definitely like a lighter Christmas rom-com. And then I do have another one too. And um, that one is also almost done. I'm hoping for a 2024 release and that will be more of a missed opportunity um, kind of romantic comedy. So, So I'm excited for both of those. I, I also have some women women's fiction books that are like my dark, sad um, books, but those I'm just kind of putting on the back burner right now because I'm just enjoying writing romantic comedies and I'm having fun with that. That is amazing. I am so excited. I, if I yeah. could pre-order it right now, I would have. Oh, I love it. I know it doesn't. So my Christmas book, I, it doesn't even have a title yet. I I oh. struggle so much with um, with this one, especially because it is a Christmas book. And a lot of the good Christmas titles are already taken. So it's yes. like you want it to be original. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to call it. So it's it's really funny because a lot of times with my books, I don't have a title until the end. Like I'm just writing and writing. And then I'm like, well, I got to figure out what to call this thing. <laughs> so, yes, that, yeah. that's cool. And Christmas already has so many movies and books and yeah. the theme is so big so yeah most of the names must have been taken yeah but yeah i'm really exactly. excited uh yeah. i would love to know more about the book and yeah yeah i'm gonna keep it quiet for now but once i like finish <laughs> you know um then i'll talk more about it and I'm, I'm excited to share info on that one yes awesome awesome yeah. amazing uh one thing uh that i think i can ask right now is uh leonardo says that he's never had anybody serious in his life well mm-hmm. i'm sorry but again i went blank i had this thought in my mind and now i forgot oh god um but yeah i think no i feel like with I, i'm just going off on a tangent because you brought yes, that yes. part um yes. i think with him and her kind of calling him out saying like he's never really had a very serious girlfriend yes. um i think 
it, it kind of goes back to at the very beginning when they're when they run into each other at the bar and they're he's talking about her stats her basketball stats from high school or college yes and then she says his like says something about him playing in the NBA and like makes a remark about like both of them without telling each other that they have been following them and like paying attention to their life are saying I have been paying attention to your life and I think again later on when she's calling him out for never having a serious girlfriend um she's again calling him out and I think he, it gets the wheels turning in him where oh, he's like yes oh she she has been wondering about me you know mm-hmm. and um and even though she did have a very serious boyfriend for a long time um he he had to you know respect that boundary and he didn't cross into it and he let her um be in that relationship and which I feel like is pretty noble especially considering their history and like how um how he felt and how like you know her his her dad knew all these things that like um I feel like it was a good um transition into um like the new relationship yeah, and her knowing that, like, oh, he has been paying attention to me, and him knowing she has been t- paying attention to him. Correct. So. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, she was, in a way, trying to uh, pull it out of him that you do like me. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, she, and she crawls him out a few times, and I think, um, you know, they get interrupted a lot, of course. There's a lot of almost, you know, moments, and they I think you know one of my husband when he was reading it he was he's texting me and he's like what is taking so long you know because there's that build up and I was slow like burn. You, it's a slow burn but I'm like you have to remember this is like over the course of like a week so this yes. is day two he's not just gonna go all in on day two that's not realistic and um right. so it, it's fun to to see how much can happen in a short period of time yes 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 Thank you so much, ma'am. This was so easy. You're such a wonderful person. So sweet. It's so nice to talk to you. You're very lovely. Uh, You are lovely too. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Everybody, now you've got all the reasons why you should not be wasting any more time and buying this book right away. And I'm sending so much love to all of you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation. You take care. Bye-bye, everybody. And see you next time.